0: good afternoon welcome back to another episode this one's gonna be a doozy um get ready for this one um we're going to talk about ronald reagan ronald reagan was the 40th u.s president he served from 19, january 1981 to january 1989 um he was a hollywood actor um he played a lot of cardboard um uh, cardboard characters and plus he was the governor of california from 1967 to 1975, the year I was born. Uh, <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh, born in February 6, 1911. Died on June 5, 2004 in Bel-Air, Los Angeles, California. Branch of service, U.S. Army Air Force. He was in the Air Force. Now, you guys, I'm, I'm mostly talking about two black American America. Is a racist country, whether you like it or not. That's just the way things are. You guys all thought Trump is racist. You guys are delusional. Trump is not the first racist president we had. By and large, most of the U.S. president have been racist towards black people, especially Negro-American. Whether you live in the South, Midwest, North, West Coast, it doesn't matter. Those presidents and their policy have destroyed us as a people. Now we're going to zoom in on, we're going to focus on uh, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan has become the poster child for the Republican Party. He has become the beacon of hope for the Republican Party, the model they should follow. Now I beg to differ. Ronald Reagan was not a friend of the black community. Uh, By if you look at his policies, one can argue that the policies, and then during his administration, you have the contra situation where um, when they went to Nicaragua, they was doing a, a scandal with the drug trafficking, all that stuff, bringing drug to the black community. That was all of those things was done under, under Randall Reagan administration. Those of us who are children like us may not remember, but I'll I'll challenge you to go look it up. Look at his executive orders and look out what transpired during the 80s. The 80s was was a great decade as far as music goes and culture. But when it comes to policies and domestic policies in America and abroad, when he first got in office, he beat Jimmy Carter uh, because remember uh, what happened in uh, the hostage situation where he got all the credit but looking back, Jimmy Carter was the one that got those hostages out of Iran. And consequently, when he became president, as a matter of fact, when he was sworn in, that's when they released the, the hostages. So Jimmy Carter never got the credit until decades later. Now Ronald Reagan, he's a Caucasian man. And a lot of those whenever somebody says they come ca- a Caucasian male tell you they're conservative they're most likely a racist, okay? That's the code word they use for conservative. Oh, I'm very conservative. Yeah, yeah, you, you may be conservative about certain things, and then you might be liberal about certain things. But you can be conservative all the time. So whenever they use that term conservative, they're uh, more, more than likely they're racist. So Ronald Reagan was a Hollywood actor for many years. Um, he played a lot of cowboys roles. You, you guys have seen his movie on YouTube or elsewhere an American classic, you have seen his movies. Judge um, Bush Sr. was his vice president, that bastard. That was his vice president, that devil. Um, they served two terms, from 1981, January 1981, like I stated earlier, to January 1989. And Bush was the predecessor of him after he left office. Bush Sr. became president. During his administration, America had the highest unemployment rate. America was going to what they call the, the drug epidemic, the crack epidemic, which he continued because Bush, uh, uh, not Bush, um, Nixon. Nixon was the first one to declare war and drug 1971. In 1971, they had a conversation on the phone, which uh, The political just released on CNN. It was a recording that was done in 1971 where um, him and Nixon were having a conversation about Africa and Reagan stated that uh, African leaders are monkeys. Now, you guys are like, oh my God, Reagan, you know, he was so charismatic and he was so, you know, transpired. Yeah, right. You are delusional if you believe that crap. Now, a lot of people think... Just because somebody smile with you, just because somebody shake your hand, you may think that person is your friend. No, you you, you, you dead wrong. A lot of those guys, they know how to do stuff diplomatic. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that they're not racist. They know how to do stuff behind the clothes. And Nixon is a prime example of that. What, you know, Nixon was... The reason why he got uh, impeached because he was recording people and doing those recordings, he said a lot of racial stuff about black people, racist comment he was making about black people. And meanwhile, and then he was being recorded by the FBI. So those are the things we have to go back in time. You said Trump is the most racist president. No, he's not. He's not the most. He, because of social media, he's become more uh, popularized. But if you didn't have social media, you would not hear anything about him. But social media gave him that platform because he always tweeting stuff like an idiot all the time. So you're going to know his thought process. But if he was not tweeting, you will not know. Those of us who grew up in New York like myself, you already know Trump was a racist. He, that's his character. You cannot change. It's like be changing a snake. A snake is a snake. Whether it's a cobra, a python, grass snake. It doesn't matter. It's still a snake. That's his nature. So these people, by and large... I'm I'm going to be objective here. Not all presidents had that same view. I don't think Jimmy Carter was like that. But a lot of those presidents, JFK included, you know, even though JFK was the most beloved president in the United States, but even him, I'll do a podcast on him too. We have to be careful when we're judging those presidents. A lot of those presidents, they are racist at heart. You see, you see the key word I use that? Racist at heart. It's in their heart. It's in their DNA. They grew up in that. They've been feeding this racism since they were a child. So when they became adult, they had that same mindset. Why make you think that because they're in, the pres- they're in the White House, all of a sudden, they, they, their character changed overnight? You are delusional if you believe that nonsense. They're not going to change. And Reagan, even though he had Alzheimer's in his later years, a lot of people say, oh, you know, he had Alzheimer's, you know. He and he almost got killed. You remember in 1985 there was an assassination attempt. From what I understand that it, it was done by Bush, allegedly. You know, just allegedly, it was done by Bush Sr. And those are the people, Oliver North, you know, the contra uh, situation where they would be on his back, him and Bush senior and Oliver North doing the Nicaragua contra and Iran. All those things was done where they was trading guns for drugs with the senderistas. All those things was done during his administration. Unemployment rate, was, unemployment rate was so high during Reagan administration. So you cannot say, oh, I'm lying. Go look, at the, go look it up for yourself. Look at the unemployment rate during 1981 to 1989. You'll see how high it was. Now, Ronald Reagan, as of as recent, had become the poster child for the Republican Party. He had become the model for the, the Republican uh, the Republican Party, but you have to understand the DNA of those people. These aristocrats, white, who are president, they never had our people' best interest. That's why I told you guys, voting for the presidency is a waste of your time. We need to be able to invest more time in our community. And our family, and we to be co- uh, together as one unit. And that's the biggest fear of America. the The greatest fear of America is us united. And it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen very soon. I will see it in my lifetime. It will. Once we reunite under one accord, under one code of law, it's over for them. It is finito. It's done. Capuch. It's finished. They are done once we unite under one code of law, one code of conduct. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming very soon. That's what they're scared of. That being said, Ronald Reagan, whether you like his actor skill, he was not the best actor anyway, so he had the good looks, according to um, other news outlets that prepare him to to get those roles anyhow. As a governor of California from 1967 to 1975, you look at his policies. His policies were very racist towards black people that reside in South Central. And people that, a lot of black people that lived during those decades, they would say, yeah, I was there when Ronald Reagan was governor. He had a lot of racist policy towards black people. So you think Donald Trump is the... is racist, child, please. Go look up Ronald Reagan executive order. Once you look up the executive order, then you're gonna have a greater comprehension, a greater understanding what this man was about. He was friend with Nixon, and you know Nixon was very racist, more racist than Trump. You think Trump is racist? Nixon was the racist president we ever had by far in the modern era. One can argue. So you think Trump? Trump the Trump is a little baby compared to those guys, okay? Now, the, the difference with Trump and them, they were more diplomatic with their racism. They had filter. They, and plus, they didn't have social media. So that's another thing you have to factor in. There were no social media in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. Even the early 2000s, there was no social media. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. So now we have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so now people have no filter they can put anything that's on their mind which is good at time, which is bad at time. so now I'm not really mad of Trump stating how you feel if somebody said they don't like you you have to respect it now they tell you where they're instead of them you know pretending that they like you when they don't when a person says you know I don't like black people okay if the person tell you that you have to respect it you say you know what hey that's cool I wasn't born to, to be liked by everybody Nobody was born to be liked by everybody. That's just the way things are. That's the way life is. You're gonna have people that like you. You got people that hate you. That's just the way things are. Ronald Reagan was not a friend of the black community during his um, his administration in, in, as a governor in California, and his administration during the presidency from 1981 to 1989. All his policy from one drug which he had commercial him and his wife was doing during the 80s you guys can go look up those commercials on YouTube um the drug commercials like that, that was very prominent in the 80s in the 90s where they was try to crack down and those laws those racist laws that they put in the book to put a large amount of black men in jail and a lot of those men they're still in jail as I speak to you on this podcast a lot of those guys serving two two life sentences some of them say three life sentences and they're still locked up on uh, drug charges. Okay, they're still locked up. You think Ronald Reagan was so uh, had a great? No, Ronald Reagan was was Hollywood. That's why they sold us. They sold. Uh, they saw him as a Hollywood actor, charismatic. He, he, you know, only thing he had he was the Russian. When you went to Eastern Europe, you went to Germany. Um, tear that wall down that's his greatest moment of, as, of his presidency when he said um Gorbachev tear down the wall which he, he did but the Washington was complying if it wasn't for Gorbachev they, they, they would never unite the West East uh, uh, Germany Germany would still be divided it was, it was mostly Gorbachev that was doing the work now he got some credit for it because he was involved in it but primarily that who never come to fruition if it was in, uh, in Nikhail Gorbachev that was pushing that f- forward to the U.N. and to the, uh, the World Court. So that being said, Ronald Reagan was not a friend of black people. Whenever a president like this makes racial slur, you should not be you know, surprised. That's just their mindset. Uh, a lot of them, they, they know how to be diplomatic. They're not going to say it on TV because they're going to get a lot of backlash from their bases. So they're gonna keep it to themselves or they may have this, those conversations behind closed doors. Bush you have make a lot of racist comment. His son make racist comment. They all have making racist comment. Why are you guys getting your feeling when you heard Ronald Reagan or a Trump? You get on Trump case. Trump, the reason why you get on Trump case because he's more prominent with it. He's on Twitter every single day tweeting stuff out. So of course, he's gonna be more prominent because you think he's the most racist. No, he's not. He is not the most racist president we ever had. Like I just told I said Nixon was the worst president we had. The most racist uh, uh, president we had, by far, if you want to make that argument. But, you, Ronald Reagan, even though he did two term, he almost got killed in 85. Uh, that was an assassination attempt. I allegedly told, I, I heard Bush was behind it and other people was involved. And he almost got killed. He got, he got shot twice. So, when you hear uh, Ronald Reagan having this discussion with uh, Nixon, 1971, when Nixon was in office, calling African leaders monkeys, those that's how those people think, man. That's how they see us as baboons and, and, and monkeys and all that stuff. But they behave more like monkeys than we do, okay? The white men behave more like apes than we do. But they like to call us apes all the time. That's the mindset. You can't be shocked and surprised. That's how they think. That's how they perceive you. So that's why you got to be in your square all the time. Because if you're not in your square, they will check you. So you have to be on your square all the time. And sometimes we get complicit because we feel that we have gone to Harvard, Yale, um, Oxford University, all those prestigious um, universities. And we like, we we think we're above it. But you're not above it. You're part of the community. Look what happened to Esau Rocky. He thought he was above it too. He got checked in Sweden. Now he's locked up in Sweden begging for our help. you never above your people. Whether you have money, you know, education, whatever you have, you're never above your people. The aristocrat class look at you as the same. Now they might give you little crumbs here and there when it comes to promotion, you know, cars nice, you know, cars nice. They'll give you those opportunities because they know that they need you to pass their stupid um, plans around. But once they get rid of you, when they done with do, doing, when they when they got what they want from you, they don't need you anymore. So we have to be mindful of those things. Just because you you went to uh, Ivy League school and you got a good job, don't you ever look down on your people. Because one day, one day, you might need your people. You're going to need your people to speak on your behalf. And that's why you got to be very mindful of those things. Don't get all self-centered and arrogant. Think that you're above everybody, you know, you're so bougie. No, you're not. We just we want people. You're just as strong as your people. If your people are weak, you are weak. Because we are one unit, whether you like it or not. So, when you look like Ronald Reagan, like I said before, even though he had Alzheimer's in his later years, that don't change who he was as a a person. He was a racist. He didn't really talk about those things, but when you have private conversation, people that work with him will tell you that he had those conversations in private. Where you see, you know, when you somebody make those, you guys all get, you guys get shocked. Oh, why would he say this about African leaders monkey, calling monkeys? Well, your president just, Donald Trump just called it uh, African shithole. Those, that's their mindset. And that's why African leaders, let me address those African leaders. That's why you got do 10 times better than the other leaders. Because loves all those leaders, that's how they view you as monkeys, whether you're educated, uneducated, that's irrelevant. But the perception towards African, primarily African that from the African continent, even us here in America, they see us as monkeys, as apes. So that's why you have to be able, as a leader, you have, you must lead your people the right way. Don't let money and possession get in your way. Because a true leader have to lead with his heart. In his mind. He can not be leading by materialistic things like money, like possession. You cannot if you're gonna lead people like that, you lose your you lose your, your leadership skills. You must live with your heart and your mind. And that's how a good leader does. You always gotta do the thing what's what is best for my people. What is best for my people's interest. And like I told you guys before, especially in the African continent, you guys gotta stay away from those IMF loans. Those IMF loans are detrimental to your economy, to your well-being, to your success as a nation. And you also, I know China is very prominent in Africa too. China is another one you guys got to be aware of. Stay away from those Chinese loans. A, a lot of you guys take those loans and put your, your country in bankrupt for 45 years. And your people suffer. That's why you see millions of Africans are living in Africa every single year. That's not good for your economy, and that's not good for your nation as a whole. So you got to be mindful of that as a leader. Only one leader I've heard spoke about is is the Rwanda leader and the Ghanaian leader. Those two African leaders have spoke about that. When you have millions of your people living abroad, that cripples your economy. It cripples your economy. So you need your people to invest in your country to have a strong nation we need to build better universities better a hospital better infrastructure for our people for them to stay in our country we have to give them more opportunities why would everybody have to go to europe or to america to get education when you have enough intellectual people in your country that can build a university that reflect the the people or uh, the nation that will keep all the young minds the bright minds in your country you can still partnership with other nations, but you have to keep your bright mind in your country. Back to Ronald Reagan again. Ronald Reagan, even though on TV because he got the Hollywood look, the Hollywood appeal. Don't get don't get misconstrued. He was a, he was a person. He was a man of uh, a white man who have a lot of racist uh, ideas, uh, racist um, views towards black people. If you look at his policy, like I told you before, during his administration, we had the, uh, the war on drugs in, in Black America, the crack epidemic, that was under his administration, we had the crack epidemic, the housing epidemic. Unemployment during Warren Reagan was number one, ranked number one. I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, unemployment was the highest than any other president during his administration. So, he was he was not, I, to me, he was not a great leader. Now, if you want to talk about his Hollywood sex appeal, those things, those things are relevant because when you judge him as a leader, he was not a good leader, especially to Negro American. He was not a good leader. Whether you're talking about him being a governor in California from 1967 to 1971, after being a governor, then he become a president in 1981 to 1989. When you look at all his executive orders towards the country and towards Black America as a whole, they was not good. They were not good. So for for us to believe that Ronald Reagan was a good president, I beg to differ. I will I will challenge you to go look up his executive order. Once you look up the executive order, then you have a truly understand where this my where his mind was at. Now, he was influenced by other people too because you understand that um, Henry Kissinger, you had Bush Sr. That was his vice president. So, Bush Sr. was his vice president. Don't get it twisted. That's another devil. You heard my podcast about him. Go check out my podcast on Bush Sr. You have to look at those executive orders and then, only then you can say, you know what, you can make your judgment whether the president was good or bad. Like I said, during his administration, we had the crack epidemic. Unemployment rate was high. It was, no, was really high in America. Then you had the contrary with Oliver North and Bush Sr. Okay? Those are the things that transpired under under his administration. So don't get it twisted. You might be mad at Donald Trump, like I keep telling you guys before. Donald Trump is not the first racist white president we ever had, and he won't be the last. Okay? Only thing is, he told you how he feel, he have no filter, plus he's on Twitter every day. So that's why you know where he stands when it comes to other stuff. But he's not the most racist president we ever had. I always said, Nixon was the worst, the most racist president we ever had. One can argue. But, um... That's what I got to say about Ronald Reagan, the 40th um, U.S. President of the United States. Um, Born on February 6, 1911. Died June 5, 2004, Bel Air, Los Angeles, California. Branch of Service, U.S. Army, Air Force. So that's his credentials. Um, If you want to know more about Reagan, you can go to the library and you can Google some stuff um, and get some more information about Reagan. Uh, If you want to talk about Reagan um, administration, you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But don't get it twisted. Reagan was not the best president we we had. I don't care whether you're uh, Republican or Democrats. So I know the Republican, like I stated earlier, have used him as a poster child, as the model uh, for them being the best president. But he was not the best president. Okay, I'll say Lincoln was better than him, and Lincoln was not the best. Uh, it was that it was he, he didn't free he didn't the slaves. So you can make an argument for a lot of those presidents, but once you look at their policies and their executive orders, then you understand who they were. As a, I know, they were influenced by other people. We all understand that because you know they have advisors, so they have advisors that give them advice about different policies, so that can push them in a different direction. But by and large, when, he, when pertaining to the Negro community, the, the Negro American in America, Ronald Reagan was not a friend of Black America. He was not. He was not. Even though he had the Hollywood sex appeal, and even though in his later years he had Alzheimer's, uh, we all and that's why killed him. The Alzheimer's really killed him. So, like I said, um, you have to go back and look up the, those executive orders. And look at the policy for you to understand what those presidents were about. When you look at Trump, you said he's the most racist because he's on Twitter every day. He have no filter. I'm not really mad with Trump, to be honest with you, because we we wasn't we uh, Obama put us in, into a psychological a psycho comatose. Psycho- t- we were we were dead. We were asleep during Obama's years, and a lot of those things, uh, you know, people got people was going back with Trump. There's a lot of things that went under Obama's watch, and we didn't talk about it. Trevor Martin got killed under Obama's watch. You have Eric Garner on uh, the St. Louis uh, thing. All, all those things happened under Obama's watch. He didn't do nothing about it. He didn't write an executive order to put those uh, those police officers. He could have done it. He could have put an executive order out to put all those the police officers in jail for life. But he didn't do that. Now you're mad with Trump. You can't be mad with Trump. They're all, they all part of the same tree, but they have different branches. They're all part of the same tree, the same root. So nothing's going to change if we don't change the system. The system is rigged and the system is corrupted. Whether you talk about the justice system, whether you talk about the administra- uh, the, the, the Capitol Hills, the Senate, the Congress, we as Americans, we have to change that. We have to change that. And for black people, we need to rectify the Constitution because they, we all that's why they kill you with no, no God because you are three-fifths of a human being. So we need to rectify the Constitution. I repeat, we need to rectify the Constitution so that way our people don't get treated like dogs in the streets. So thank you for tuning in. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Do)